At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Deion Sanders for Primetime. What's up? All right, well, I see that gentleman get tonight. And the great, my, my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. Hi, everyone. Okay, so I don't mean to drag y'all down for the way it make it seem like, but hey, uh, it's a uh, late podcast, but you know what? The late podcast worked out in our benefit because there's some shit that we got to talk about tonight that just happened on Monday Night Raw tonight, because we usually record the podcast on Sunday, so we didn't get a chance to get to it last night, so we could do do it on Monday, but uh, damn, I, I think i kind of glad I, I, I waited a little bit, because uh, we, we got some shit that we got to talk about, so real quick, let me just get this out the way, we got to make sure you pay the bills, check out spacesforyou.com, check out the content they have on there as well, such as the Doing Business Mark Randall and uh, Lulu and Pop Plus One, then make sure you check out the Nerd Coaches content on there. From the No Gimmicks in the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Got to Talk Podcast, Drunk Thoughts, Silver Tongues, and Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. Make sure you guys also check us out on all the podcasts apps Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Check us out the snippets on YouTube Premium. And make sure you guys check out every single Friday, Primetime, and his main man, Lee Boy TV, when they go do the Prime what? Nostalgia Podcast. Uh, Prime, what was this past Friday's episode? Uh, we talked about our favorite stand-up comedy specials. So, oh. that's so, so how many times you put Sinbad on there? Uh, zero, actually. Oh, what you like in the Sinbad HBO specials? Uh, like I said, zero, actually. Okay. okay. I, I, I got you. I got you. I'll play with you. Uh, and also, make sure you guys check out Q-Flow. Uh, the guy off all the music. He's not here at the moment. If he if he joins in later, I'll, I'll let him in. But um, okay, guys. So we got all that out the way. I just want to you know I, I'm gonna just jump right into the biggest thing that we can talk about right now. So you know uh, my wife can have you know her say their say. So tonight on Raw, they promoted a six pack challenge, and the winner will face Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. It contained uh, Becky Lynch, Oscar, Dewdrop. Nikki A.S.H., Sasha Banks, and Naomi. And some people may be thinking that the Women's Tag Team Champions, yes, they are part of the Six-Pack Challenge. 
Well, midway through Raw, they walked out. Sasha Banks and Naomi, because <clears throat> Naomi walked out with her too, walked out of Raw. And at first, and then they had to, they had to change on the fly, and then the main event happened to be uh, Becky Lynch taking on Oscar. Now, I watched this. Corey Graves did, uh, uh, announced it on Raw so the viewers got to, can know that they left. They they walked out. He got an earful. You know, I know he got the earful from Vince. They say that they left, and then now this is going to be the new main event. So everybody was just in, in, a, in like total shock of what the fuck was going on. And we, I said, well, let me wait to more details to see what stuff, stuff was going on. And little details that came out. So they, um, they, uh, Sean Ross sat from Fightful Select had put, uh, had this post from, uh, WWE. And it, 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 it reads like this. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE head of talent relations John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcase in hand, placed the tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents. Even though they had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequences. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live television, a TV show whose characters are uh, <clears throat> expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we, we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. That was a statement that was put out there. That the whole WWE PR st stuff like that. And then more news is coming out as updated of what the original plan was supposed to be. Did anybody hear what the original plan was supposed to be? No, I only heard uh, that they left. Okay, so according to uh, a source of what the plan finish was supposed to be, Naomi was supposed to win this match. Hmm. And pin Sasha. And then go on to face Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. We already know that they probably... So, it, 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 what it's looking like was... They... It, at the expense of the Tag Team Championships... They was going to basically call... You know, kind of almost break this up already. And have Naomi be a filler. This is basically a filler till we get to the stadium shows. I mean, that makes sense because I had heard murmurs of um, her supposedly joining the bloodline. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say it might have been Jimmy who said that. I don't know. Whoa. But, yeah. So, those they weren't having that. And according Sasha, they they went to Vince and they tried to, they talked to, they talked to Creed and they tried to get this thing changed. He wasn't budging on it. And then, so they went to John Leonidas, dropped off the belts, and they walked out. So, everybody has, a, everybody that has an asshole has an opinion about this, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what's been going on? And I've been making sure I've been doing my research before I, I gave myself, you know, of where I, I, I'm siding on with this. And I'm going to be honest, I, I, I started off. I'm siding with Sasha and Naomi. Okay. 
I'm sorry. What's up? I, 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 I'm, you know, y'all call me the bad guy. Y'all call whatever, you, uh, uh, whatever the fuck you want to. But you know what? Vince had this shit coming. Vince had this shit coming. I don't know where y'all stand, but before I go any deeper, because I like to know where y'all stand. Uh, I'm on office I couldn't, I couldn't hear the, the, the mic broke up. Say it again. Oh, uh, Sasha. I, I, I guess you said Sasha. Can you me? No, no it's, it's, like, it's like your mic is kind of breaking up. No, no. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, now I'm on Sasha. Yeah. How about you, Liz? Yeah. Uh, I'm with them. I, Sasha and Naomi. I get it. Like being frustrated, and um, because they they probably knew, like you said, that she was just gonna be a filler. It was gonna be a throwaway. For what? Because mm-hmm. then after that happens, y'all break them up, and they obviously drop drop the titles and whatnot. Then what for Naomi? Cause you'll probably maybe find somewhere else to put Sasha, but what happens to her after that? I I just, I I agree with that too. And you know, for those out there who want to make sure like Sasha's a baby or Sasha's a brat, stuff like that. And here's the thing, because you know, Tony Storm walked out, didn't even go to the office. She walked out and literally walked into AEW. That's what she did. Yeah. Same clothes, same ready. She still had a little cake left in her hair. And she went out there and, and went to the own heart tournament and she walked out. We know about the Stone Cold thing walking out because look, we <clears throat> I don't understand why you're booking the tag team the tag team champions this way. Now obviously Vince don't give a damn about the belts. Don't belts was here. Shut up because y'all been asking for them. That's what those tag team championship belts are for. Well, you know what? Sasha takes that stuff very seriously. And Sasha likes to be, when, when it comes to her character and her role model, stuff like that, I, I've seen her, you know, little documentary on Evil, so that, that's stuff that she takes very seriously. And it, what you about, you about to say, say something? Oh, I was just going to say, I think that it's not a case of, oh, she's being a spoiled brat or whatever. I think in this case, she's using the, the pool that she does have to try and make some kind of, like, change. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if this is... If this was the Iconics who said that, nobody yeah. would give a damn. I mean, that's... No I mean, offense. I said they had with Tony Storm. They, they, no they, they, they let her keep walking. Exactly. No offense to them, but she knows, like, the the women's division is in trouble. It's in uh, trouble for a while, yeah. So... And nobody takes it seriously. So maybe if I, as one of the bigger names, uh, does something extreme like this, then maybe someone will listen. Yeah, especially since um, how every time she gets a partner that was like the feud and fight right when they get the titles or whatever, she was like, I'm sick of that. I just want to be a team. Why we can't just be a regular team? I agree. They did the same thing with her and Bailey. And then they don't. They try like they try to do the same thing with her and Naomi. And look, now, I, and I they been, they kind of did it with her and Bianca too. Even yeah. though we knew where that was going. Yeah, we, yeah, we, you knew that. I was that, that was going to go to hell out of WrestleMania. But all this stuff when it comes to being these women's tag champions or headlining WrestleMania with Bianca Belair and all the stuff that uh, Sasha has done in her career, she is very proud of these moments. 
And she wants to make these moments, you know, better for other women coming up from coming up behind her. Mm-hmm. Naomi and Sasha Banks, now, I don't know if you followed them on social media or not, but they have been traveling all over the world, you know, with, with the European tour and going for places. And the amount of fans that they just have mm-hmm. as them as a unit is incredible. They were taking pictures with little girls, you know, saying in twins, little black girls, stuff like that. And they, they like it look like they look at them like superheroes. So there's something there. There's something obviously there, and obviously Naomi and Sasha have a history, also. Mm-hmm. Just like Sasha and Bailey had a history, Naomi and Sasha have a history, and I can un- and it, it it can be frustrating because. All this stuff that the, it all plans always fucking change when Vince want to make some kind of money because Sasha was originally supposed to be in the main event at WrestleMania with Charlotte. Ah. They promoted that. They was actually going in that direction until they until they said, "Wait, Ronda coming? Ronda's back. Ronda wins." So then they, they put Sasha in the tag team. So fine. It's kind of like with, with, with back when Steve Austin did back in WCW. Like, okay, you gonna put me in tag team? Well, watch. We gonna make this. We gonna we gonna do this shit. We gonna make it work. And we'll get we'll get ourselves over. So she got with Naomi, got, is getting themselves over. But then she wants to m- let them be a legit team, let them go have a run, let them go be dominant, let let them go do anything like that. But but once again, there's no tag division. No, they in WWE for for the women. Uh, fake weddings. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh my God, thank you for bringing that up. There's no tag division there. You you just throwing women together. To have a, a random tag team match with there, there's no teams. There's the, the the teams that we had, they fired. I just think right now everything's kind of in disarray. Like they, it's clear that they they don't necessarily have a whole lot of value in the division as a whole. Mm. It's just like you, the tag team titles, like you said, they were a, a here hush up title. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just like the waste. Everything is so just fly by the seat of your pants kind of deal. Like Lacey Evans. What the hell's going on with Lacey Evans? I'm surprised they didn't put her on TV yet. Seriously, I'm surprised they didn't put her on TV yet. They did. They did. I'm talking about in a match? No. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what the point is. You know they got to do 10 10 or 20 weeks of build up first? But it's been... the first three weeks of storytelling, I was get, I was with it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was with it. I was with the story. I was with them turning her baby face and, and, and uh, going by that whole thing. Then it just kept going and going and going, and it got worse and worse and worse. It, it's it's like you know they did too much. Yeah. And then then they said, well, you know what? Screw you. You're not gonna be on SmackDown. We're gonna put you on Raw, and we're gonna put you back to being a Thank heel. You. What that, that got to be frustrating. I don't know if um in this case it could have just been like the um I saw some folks saying they thought it was just there she was there for a cheap pop today because of where they were today. Where were they at today? I believe they were in Norfolk. Norfolk, Virginia, okay, yeah. So it's like um yeah, it's a military town. Yeah. So I just I don't know. It just feels like Everything is all over the place with mm-hmm. the women. And maybe she felt like, um, or they felt like, 
it's a good time to try and be like, okay, so what are we doing here? Are y'all going to take us serious? Are y'all really going to, like, give the division a chance to thrive? Because it doesn't seem like it. And also, it's like, don't, um... It also is like, don't undermine Bianca's run. The first time y'all had her with the belt, it was just like, whatever. And then now it's like, all right, well, y'all gave it back to her. Are we going to do something real with it or whatever? But it, it, you know, I I agree with you. Uh, But see, like, no matter what way they're going, even no matter who won the six-pack challenge, they're going to get beat by Bianca and Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is a filler in the, in the first place anyway. Yeah. But to even just to blatantly take your tag team champions and, toss and, them in there. and put them in this matchup when you just had a match tonight with Alexa Bliss and Sonya Deville. Why? Here's another one. Well, Alexa yeah. Bliss, y'all did all of that trying to like break down the any association she had. She took about with the doll. Yeah. And then she just came back, back out the same. I don't, I don't I, know. Out of the women y'all thing. have... And which obviously y'all don't care about show fucking hopping. When y'all have Lacey Evans, when y'all have Carmella, when y'all have Zelina Vega, when you have Rhea Ripley, when you have Sonya Deville, when you have Alexa Bliss, when you have the why are y'all even Shayna and even Natalia, even Tamina, like all these women I just named, you could not think one time to put women that are not tied to anything. In this matchup, but y'all want to stick there and put it in there with your tag team champions. If Honestly, they should go, they should do the old SmackDown rule. It seems like they just need all to have have them all on one brand because they don't they don't have that many to begin with. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because we, we we got a title unification match coming up on SmackDown for the tag team titles, which is not going to last long. Roman's walking around with two belts, who's about to go into Hollywood for a little bit, and they're going to probably break them belts back up. It's like they are booking by the seat of their pants. I think that right yeah. now, it seems like from the murmurs that I've been seeing, there's a tug of war going on with their TV. Um, like, the, with the stations they're on. Uh-huh. It's a tug of war going on with Fox in USA. Mm-hmm. Fox is like, alright, cool, but the ratings, we want we want your big names. And they're like, well, we can't just give you both the, like, the big names because we got another show over here we got to book for three hours. And USA is in the same boat. So it's just like, you, you kind of, you fucked yourselves over. I mean, when you asked for, if they asked for big names, how would you say, Prime? I was going to say, at this point, I don't even think they care no more. They probably like, we're not renewing your contract. Well, we're I bringing mean, us well, money. I mean, they're probably going to do that because they bring in, even though the ratings for wrestling on average has been low, mm-hmm. it's still high compared to other USA programming. Makes sense, yeah. I mean, not when you're yeah. well, it's y'all the lead in the 911. The they can't be bringing in. Yeah. <laughs> they they got to be, they only get what, one, one million? Yeah, well, yeah, well, right, right now yeah, they're, they're only bringing in one million, but for that time slot... You mean to me no other show on USA brings in one million? No, I'm saying there are, there are other shows bringing in one million. For that time slot for a Monday, that they... And for advertising, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. They are... is what's making them the money. So... It, I don't know. It just... But even if they are, like, you know, even if it was a case of they're not going to 
you know, say they wouldn't want to renew their contract, they're still not going to just let Fox just take all of the viable talent and be like, we want them on SmackDown. And then y'all just left with the scraps. They That wouldn't happen. I agree. But even still, y'all wouldn't, if y'all book stars, take time to understand and, and book these people and not release 80 people last year. Then we, we you, you can work you can work something out. But it did, and you know what it, I, I I don't feel you know I don't feel bad for this and I feel bad for Sasha I feel bad for Naomi because they always they owe me especially. It's always getting fucked over by something. It's always getting fucked over by something. I still say they missed the opportunity with them glow belts. I will. I will, That's the hill I'm gonna die. I with. agree with you. They missed the opportunity with the glow belts. They missed the because then she would have got a cut of that merch. Yeah. <laughs> I I I think they missed the opportunity with the glow belts. I think they missed the opportunity with having her win the World Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple times. There's a couple opportunities that they missed when if if it was it was it was going a little hot for Naomi. They never capitalized on it. They never capitalized on it. And when it comes to Sasha Banks, it's like, you know, she's there. She's hot. She's, she's a top name in the company. And then they do something They do something f- fine with her. And then after that, there, there's nothing else afterwards. There's nothing for, 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 her, for her to keep, keep doing. So it's like, well, we need the big name for the big show, for the big stuff. We call Sasha Banks. But after that, there's... Nothing else that we got for y'all. And right now, they are... Sasha is really serious about making her mark and making history. If you're going to go on live TV and talk about how we the first black tattoo champions, well, then we're going to go around here and we're going to celebrate it like we are. And I don't want I don't want it to be just thrown away. It, it's only been, a, what, a, a month and a half? It's only been you. You could really get some legs out of this if y'all if y'all had if y'all had shit to do. First of all, the the, the tag team champions were supposed to go from Raw and NXT, and but then NXT. NXT got their own tag team champions. That I, are they are they still a thing, Prime? Yeah, Toxic Attraction got them. Yeah, yeah, Toxic Attraction got them. They all they all still got the belts. Yeah, and that, that was supposed to yeah, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I forgot all about that. So, and that was what they were supposed to do. So then, if you're going to have them, and they they have no, they have not tried to build up a division at all. Uh-uh. And you're going to get frustrated at the time because how many times have we said the WWE will call somebody to come and they would just sit in the back and catering, and they got to do all that traveling, they got to go back home and they were not been used. That 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 shit will be irking. Y'all can sit there and call Sasha Banks a pounder or they being unprofessional. Look. How many times? I don't want to hear that unprofessional shit. There's so many people who <laughs> See, have... somebody say, <laughs> somebody say, how is this going to call somebody unprofessional? He's been unprofessional for 40 years. Exactly. Like, my man, you out here uh, trying to fire folks for sneezing around you, a natural bodily function. You don't get the hell on. But still, like, how many people have walked off uh, for much less or just because they just didn't feel like being bothered that day or because they were at, allegedly intentionally trying to get themselves fired, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. How many times have we seen people just be like, oh, well, I, I'm just not feeling it or not want to come back because they 
were just sitting back and catering. Whatever. It's just like, at some point, it's going to be... It's, it's like, what am I doing here? Why am I driving? Like you said, why am I traveling all this, this way? Why am I, you know, going through this day in and day out? For what? If y'all not really going to give a shit. Or you want us to go out here and give a shit. Yeah, and... I, 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 with, with what? With what motivation? I agree, and they are—they actually are out here on their own, trying to make themselves be superstars. Uh-huh. Like, like the problem with social media—the way they be carrying themselves, the artwork. Yeah, Sasha Banks done been at like some uh, NASCAR shows, baseball shows, throwing yeah, out the first pitch. The and they carry mm-hmm. themselves like we are. I'm like this ain't Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's not that kind of a tag team where they just got the buzz and they just walk around like we the tag. They, they're going around there and carrying themselves like we are. give it some weight. Yes, yeah, like we are some, we are superstars. We sisters. We, we got a bond and everything. Like, that, like the artwork people got to draw. Their new shirt, which I just bought, is dope. Well, I just had to say, because you said. You better hope they don't do a watch with AJ. I, I know. I, I heard we got it. But, <laughs> go ahead. Um. Nikki Nikki Akash made me think of the whole statement they put out. Now listen, tell me you are petty and don't want to take any responsibility for your role in this without telling me. Why would y'all one I I you know I'm not as deep in the trenches as y'all, but I cannot recall many times where they have decided to release a statement then while the broadcast the broadcast is still going on talking about somebody and having the announcer say this person has left the building and given up the belts honestly putting a statement it's probably what happened sorry no i was gonna say honestly that's probably the last time sasha walked down is when they when they brought it up about Sasha, uh, Sasha walking out or something. I think Corey did. I think that was Corey Graves last time too. Like I feel like it's a. I've we've had like it's, okay, back up because I'm tired and I'm kind of discombobulated. We've seen things happen. They change stuff on the fly all the time because Vince decides he don't like something about a show. He'll rewrite a whole show and we will have no idea unless somebody says something. Yeah, I don't so, understand. What happened? Now, I don't understand how you can rewrite a whole show like 40 times be trash. So you do all of that. That happens all the time. But this time you decided that you would not only announce it on the show, but you would put out a statement and then proceed to throw them under the bus by trying to say that they disparaged two of their coworkers mm-hmm. who they've worked with before. Yeah, because it... it, it... They that worked, part of the statement was like what? They worked with Oscar. They worked with Becky Lynch. They and they just they just had a tag team match last week with Dewdrop and Nick, Nikki Ash. They I'm just had. Those are the two. We we see prom. Your mic just went out. We could we can't hear you. Yeah, the two that dropped Dewdrop here. 
Nah, I'm not the only witness. No, I, we can't hear you at all. Yeah. You have a bad connection over over there on your mic. What about now? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you now. This Wi-Fi sucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was saying that they... Uh, I, I don't forget now. Whatever, man. Keep going. Something about what, what, Nikki what, what, I said they just had a match last week with, with, with uh, Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Yeah, those are the two that they're probably talking about. Oh, we know. Yeah. That's who they're talking about. It's like, even though they probably had a solid match with them, they probably still didn't feel comfortable. Like, they probably still didn't feel, you know, well, oh, I guess good enough to... You know, to be honest them. with you, I, I'm going to get a benefit of the doubt that that is complete bullshit. I, I'm thinking it is, too. I feel it, like yeah, it was their way to put more of the onus on them instead of saying that they are unhappy with the creative, yeah, because they could have just said they were unhappy with the creative direction and decided to leave. Y'all thought that whole middle part of that statement was just, y'all want to be petty, then we gonna be petty too, kind of deal. Because there was no reason to to yeah say that. <clears throat> As they've been working with them before, I don't think they have any quarrel with anybody that was in their ring. They worked with them all. They were all working them before. They've all. It ain't Nia Jackson. And they don't right. have. But saying they don't have a history of having like a. a yeah. You know they're not dangerous workers. Yeah. So you know I you know I that you know I I won't get back for that I'm saying that that to me will seem like some extreme BS to be honest with you. If it, if it comes out that they, that was the case, then I apologize. I don't apologize. But I say, as of right now, to me it comes out extreme BS. because right now they left for a reason that is uh, evident to Vince and the whole WWE universe and to the audience. And you have to make them look unprofessional because there, there are WWE marks out there. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not just wrestling marks, WWE marks that no matter, WWE can't do nothing they wrong. Do, they do no wrong. Wrong at all. So to the point where if, if they out there, they're being a brat, they're being ungrateful, they're doing this. And first of all, with, with, with you, this ain't your life. You don't even work this life in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, you, you who, who are you to be on the soapbox to say some shit like that? But that is what they, it's easier to get the people that are on WWE side to turn against them and with them calling a professional, especially let's just call what it is because they black women. They black women. They gonna give them this shit, and people are just gonna take it and be like, ah, yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, the black women always get treated like shit. So they, you know, the benefit of the doubt. They they never get. They ne- they 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 never. Am I am I lying? No, you're not. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just to me. This this seems weird. I will say that I know you from the immediate were like this is not a word. The way that this has been handled from the WWE side, mm. what could make it seem like this is all part of some kind of grand scheme, but maybe that's their hope. To make it seem like it is that way, but they really are genuinely pissed off. Do, do, do you know why it's not a work to anybody out there? They, they, in order for this to be a work, they would have to care about the tag team titles, and Vince does not care. Now, I it, mean, it, Vince has already made it known if many it times just over so he don't happens, care about tag team wrestling. Period. It, if it just so happens that something in real life they can make money off of, they'll do it. I.e. Matt Hardy and Edge. I knew he was cool. Okay, if they can take a real life situation and make money off of it, mm-hmm. and that whole rivalry through the whole summer of two thousand five, they will do that. 
Mm-hmm. If they could do that, or you know, uh, the, the whole summer of punk. If they if, if they could make money off it, they'll do that. But that will that was not the intention. I'm quite sure. The Yes movement and Daniel Bryan in the whole 2014 run was not part of the plan. But they just, they made a turn course to make some money, to have a moment, and that's what it was. But that was not part of the plan. Damn, I was supposed to go up against Sheamus. And CM Punk was supposed to go up against Triple H for like the, the, the third or fourth time at WrestleMania. And it was supposed to be Orton and Batista at WrestleMania. That was their plan. And now when it comes now when it comes to them, they probably don't even got no plan. Why would you have why would you have Naomi pin Sasha? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Sasha got no problem putting Sasha got no problem putting her sisters over. She has no she has put Bianca over on the highest level at WrestleMania. She put her over on SmackDown, they let her get get him. They never gave him their rematch. They gave him a match that got that ended in disqualification. They never gave Bianca and Sasha their rematch. I have, I have no doubt in my mind. Sasha has no problem putting over Naomi when the shit is right. It gotta make sense. When you have, I'm no disrespect to her, but when you have a Nikki Ash in the match, why is Naomi pinning Sasha? Knowing that's her partner. I wonder if they expressed that and they and they spun it into the they were uncomfortable working with them or something like that just to just to spice it because I let's be honest if you have Dewdrop and Nikki Ash in the match there's no reason that anybody in there has to get pinned between the two of them unfortunately they're they're, yeah. they're, they're on the bottom of the list. Of everybody in this yeah. match, and and like I said, what the, what does that do for anybody? You, Naomi gets a win to go up against Bianca, which is a clear loss. And also, so if the case was y'all were, you know, they dropped the belts and just left, what was the point of taking Dewdrop and Nikki Ash out of the match anyway? Because they could have, they it could have just been a fatal, fatal four way. It could have been that. Mm-hmm. You could have added after women's roster in the back. You could have added two more women to there. Or you could have threw your girl Lacey Evans in there since y'all wanted to put her on Raw so yeah. bad. Y'all could have put Rhea in there. Rhea got a story there. Probably been rooting for Rhea the longest time. She's part of Judgment Day. That's a heel. So then you can get a good match. Rhea and Bianca got history. And it don't have to be a one-off. You can like, you know what? That can be our few leading into the summer. Rhea and Bianca. But they probably was like, well, Rhea just joined Judgment Day. We probably don't want to give her a loss. That's the thing. Whoever's going up against Bianca at Hell in a Cell is getting a loss. And now who we got up there? Oscar. But even so, even with that, that still does not mean that y'all couldn't have left them in the match. Because if they were removed, if they were so easily removed from the match, that means they didn't need to be there in the first place. You're right. That's, You're right. It's just my opinion. No, I'm and I, look, more stuff is gonna come out, but I'm sorry, I'm like, it's about time somebody, somebody got to sit up and do it. 
and it got to be a top man to do it because yeah. don't no, nobody cared when Tony Storm walked out. Nobody, she walked Not right there. A AWK. single person gave a damn. It was like how many people have requested their release in the last year, and they was just like, "No thanks, you're stuck here with us." Roderick Strong, Mustafa Ali. We don't yeah. care how how bad you want to leave here. You're not going anywhere. Tony Storm yeah. left, and it was just like, oh shit, Tony Storm was still here. Like they was really it, just... it, exactly. They got to and, and I think Sasha's also tired of stop using black black folks for a cheap history pop. <laughs> you mean she doesn't want to go to the Civil Rights Museum anymore? Are they going to come out and do something for Black Music Month in June? They're going to go to the National... You know there's a National <laughs> Museum of African American Music now. I did not know that. I know this this new there. You know they're they going, going next month. they going next <laughs> month. You know they're going next month. Omar's going to be there going go there. You know, the, the, the Nigerian giant going there to learn some civil rights and music. No, I'm just saying, but but they are, every time it's a historical black moment, they make sure... They put their media out there so everybody can know about that all the time. And then, if so I, I, I think it's exercise. If you're going to promote that and keep doing that, well, then we're going to ride this thing like we that. And this is the only time that, that the women's tag team, that the, the partners of the tag team, the team, has been interesting since Sasha and Bailey. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I could not wait for them to drop them titles. Uh, I couldn't wait for Nia Jax. Wake up. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki Cross and, and, and Rhea Ripley, she never had them in the first place. No. The Iconics was fine because it was a team. but Yeah, they were an actual team. Yeah, I said, but 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 they left. Other than that, you can't think of any other women's statue champ because if they, if, if they even had any. Did, they did, didn't they? They probably did, but who remembers who gives a shit? They really don't. That's what I'm saying. With, with Sasha part of the team and stuff like that, she's she, she going to make them feel important. They do that every time on social media. They try to make, they try to make them, them feel important. And that and, I, and Vince is going to be mad because that story overtook all of Raw, which he wasn't missing nothing. Oh, my son. And it only overtook all of Raw because y'all did it. Nobody had to know until after Raw was over that that happened. Well, somebody had they had to because it was in the middle of Raw. They had to change it. They, you, you know how when Raw first come on, they got the whole NFL and they, Raw they robot. They show you, yeah, yeah. And I, so you, you can't go from six a six pack and then like uh, Oscar versus y'all could have finessed it. Y'all didn't have to. Y'all didn't have to be like, oh well, they left the building and decided screw this, and then put a statement out after that. Like, come now, on. honestly, everybody was talking about some AEW. I'm like, I don't know if Sasha, if this is truly the case, I don't know if Sasha wants to wrestle. She don't have she don't, to. She can just go off and do what, you know, whatever else. She do Hollywood. Her cousin's one of the biggest hip-hop stars ever. Come on now. Oh. I think she can get it on her own. I, yeah, I think she can. No, I'm, I'm saying she can't. I'm just saying, but the fallback, the, the fallback plan is real. In other words, she not she not begging WWE for her services. I think if she do wrestle though, she's probably gonna go to like some Joshi, some somewhere jo- some Joshi place. She'll Japan, probably yeah. go to New Japan. If, 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 she, well, if, if she if she really wants to wrestle, but other than that, 
You know, it's, it's the same thing with The Rock. Rock don't need Vince. Not at all. At, at all. this point, apparently, he's almost caught up to Vince um, in net worth, which is oh. wild to me. Like, you know what else is wild to me? I heard that... <laughs> I heard that Rock was supposed to be the genie in Aladdin. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't know if I need that strong of a genie. That that is still not confirmed. It's still going around being ruined because of the whole Will Smith thing. I well, okay. Yeah, so. What? Yeah. So yeah, we, 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 let's say let's say just don't know about that yet. I yeah, don't anyway. hear, I didn't want to hear him rapping. But it's my job. It's my power. <laughs> <laughs> Themselves, themselves into a hole just like the whole night they, they, Omos lost the cage match because he was done because he threw Bobby out you know and, and, and that was stupid they still they, they still try to book this Ezekiel storyline with Kevin Owens y'all can y'all please we got to drop this damn it yeah they have some they have some good weeks and some weeks are not as good oh cause Kevin Owens is making that thing the, the best way he can yeah of course he's, he's Kevin Owens he's <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's he, doing his job. He's doing he's doing a damn good job at it. Too, yeah. yeah, I would say he's doing a damn good job at it. But yeah, but oh, Raw sucked, which it does every night. I, I don't even think probably wasn't even watching Raw night, was you? Not at all. Not at all. And then when when that came out, I was just like, is this shit? I serious? still didn't watch it. Say what? <laughs> I still didn't put it on. No, I'm just saying. Well, why, why'd you put it on? They they left. I'm saying, but that oh, that yeah. that was what the biggest story was at the time. And I was just like, you know what? I, I'm on support. I'm supporting these ladies, and, I, and, I, and it, there it's time for a change because somebody, somebody got to kick Vince in his dick. This is like, they all want to. <laughs> Dang. I'm so, I'm sorry, man. Look, look, I, I, I'm. I, it, it's just, it's sickening to, to see how what we loved back in the day. I'm not talking about Anthony. Like I said, I felt love wrestling way before the Anthony even came. But just the art of it, just the, just the, all this stuff about it, and them just casually doing what they want because they're making hand over fist and money. Well, that's what it, that's all it's all that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's how it happens with lots of things. You get you get in with the product, it becomes great, then you figure out how to market it and make even more money from it, and then it loses its soul. Unfortunately, that's how most things happen. So yeah, I just I want them to be better. Okay, yeah, I I I want them to be, but I I want them because I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know where this goes. I don't know if they if they they, they try to crown new women's tag team champions on SmackDown. Like Ooh. I, they throw two random women together and call it a day. I don't know if they're going to try to bring Sasha back and fire Naomi. But then once again, see the thing is. Because I mean, you was talking earlier saying that I don't know Naomi got got a lot of leverage. I think she do because if you fire Naomi, you know who you pissing off? The blacks. Well, that too. But I'm just saying. But yes, by by association. We just don't care about them. <laughs> but no. fair. But <laughs> no, I'm saying you you're going to bring. It's more of a PR nightmare. Like, yeah. It'll be a it'll be a thing. But you also but, pissing off the head of the table. I'm about to say, and I, the real answer to that question is. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, because you piss off Jimmy. When you and you piss off Jimmy and you piss off the cousins, you're pissing off Roman. And Roman is, is the cash cow right now. He's the cash cow. And like I say, you know what I'm saying? Roman on that Brock Lesnar level that he could just tell Vince will be sucked by dick. And next thing he Maybe can... that was the reason why they felt like this was the time to do it. I mean, Sasha has the name. She then had the name. But Naomi is in a precarious situation right now where she probably has a little bit more wiggle room than normal. But, but, but here's the thing. I don't know if it's the time right now because... This run that they're on, of the of the tension, they are. This actually making Naomi look like a a superstar. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I so yeah. like look what we're doing with it. Look what we've done with this, and then it's kind of like it's kind of the same thing that Nia Jax thought was not gonna happen. Like she thought because she had the um the familial ties that they was just gonna let her do whatever, and it didn't work out for her. But I think that right now is a good time for them, for the both of them to be like, look, what are we doing? And if they're not, if y'all are not going to like really do anything with this, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in some time the women's tag team championship belts just disappear completely anyway. I mean, it's it's a possibility it could be it could, it could disappear, and it's possible that they can that they can reemerge and they could just throw them on somebody else. But right now, we we about to really see what is the value that they have in these women, because also, I don't think Sasha gonna let Naomi just go down. Because if if they, if they offer Sasha a job and then they, 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 they're like, all right, Naomi, you fired. Sasha gonna go back. All right, Naomi, peace. She gonna do that. Well, I mean, I'm sure they had I'm to have sure discussed that. I'm pretty sure she's gonna be like Brock and Shelton. But they had to have discussed that. Like, if you really think about it, you you think they just did this on a whim? Like they could have, but I I doubt that they just did it without the without considering the possibility of the repercussions of it. Uh huh. So, yeah, I pretty like she's not gonna just let her get. Railroaded or whatever the case may be, you know, she gonna stand up for her sister, and they gonna be like, "Well, Sasha gonna come back, and Naomi, you gonna eat all the shit." I she she gonna if Naomi is right to step out with Sasha like that, she Sasha riding for. Her. She must believe that there's something like she has yeah. something to fall back on. Yeah, and I'm just saying, but I, I'm pretty sure that Sasha would, you know. Rafa, now if, if Sasha was partners with like you know I I, I don't know like Nia Jax or Nikki Nikki Ash, I don't I I, I mean she probably do it for her fellow companion obviously, but I'm saying but the the, the way her and Naomi are I'm pretty sure she gonna rock for assist, you know and then she and then and Naomi's well liked like Big E's well liked yeah, to you know, backstage to the point where it's just like yo. Y'all not gonna do this to Naomi. I'm gonna ride with Naomi. So she got a support system. She got a support system. So I, I'm just gonna be curious of you know how that stuff is gonna turn out. But yeah, that 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 was raw. Honestly, that was all of raw. Like yeah, I don't know nor care about anything else that happened on raw. Yeah. So that was raw, and uh, 
We're going to see, you know, how things are going to work out in the future. And when we get more news, and then we'll talk about it on next week's podcast. When we get more news, obviously. But right now, that's just the, the main thing. So, Raw still sucks. Still gets a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It does. It, it does, yeah. It, shit ain't changed. You know what I'm saying? It didn't change. So, you know, don't you don't have to go waste your time and watch it. NBA playoffs is on right now. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who playing? Celtics and Heat, I think. Hmm. Yeah, or they gave me a bit wrong. Yeah, but yeah. So Celtics and Heat, and then you know Scoop Loops versus uh the Warriors. So, uh, aka slow motion. If you if you watch Luca, he plays so damn slow. But anyway, um, all right, I got some news. Go ahead. Oh man, are we just doing a raw review? Or are we doing like the whole thing? We're doing the whole thing. Alright, because <clears throat> I know Lady Sketch has probably not heard this, or she probably has, I don't know. Ric Flair is coming out of retirement. Oh, I heard. I told him. <sighs> Why? I he is, said, are we talking about this? And he's like, I guess. He is supposed to face Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. For asshole, what reason? He can't take no arm drags? And Ricky Steamboat can't be- do no arm drags. Ricky Flair don't do arm drags. Ricky Steamboat is one of the. That's the, what I'm yeah. saying. Neither one of them should be doing anything. I think Ricky Steamboat could still do a good arm no, drag. No, but... both of them need to sit down. They, they're seat. supposed to fight at a Starcade, yeah, NWA Starcade. Uh, now I'm guessing the calf of the bag is off of Rick then. Because how is he fighting? I have no idea. I see. I don't see who wrestlers Jay Lethal. That's all I see. Him and Jay Lethal. If you, you, you would call that wrestling. Well, he took a bump, so I mean, I don't know. <laughs> They were, they were training. Rick, Rick played with them little tight ass shoulder shoulder falls, man. Now stop it, Rick, Rick. Because you know he ain't gonna be satisfied till he die in the ring. I think that's what he was. God forbid. But you know, I'm not even being funny. Like I really think that if that's if there's any way he's gonna go out, it's gonna be that. Like it, because what else? What else? See, I knew shit like this was gonna go down because Prime sent me the fucking anniversary of him and Offset song. I forgot all about that song. And I was just like, yo. Bro, this man had a whole full wrestling ring in there. He was just like, yeah. I was like, what are you doing, man? Oh, God. Yeah, no. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, Rick Rick Flair needs to keep his ass in retirement. Is he still with the partner now or he he left her? Because if. He he left her. There was a whole story. You mean his, his wife? Is that his wife? It wasn't his wife. We found that out when she when he left. Mm-hmm. But yes, that was all, that was oh, Wendy? about that. You know, Rick, you, you want to be by yourself? Go ahead. But, <laughs> but th- this man loses his damn mind. He is. If there was any look, I don't agree with him coming back. Right. The end. No, no, no. But I'm saying, if there was a time for him to come back. He should have came back when they when they did that Saudi when they did that Saudi match because he did you all you had to do was come in and do the figure four and that was it. I don't know what Saudi Rick, match. I don't know if Ric Flair could make it on that flight. When it was oh, he he made it. It was Team Hogan versus Team Flair. You remember it's like a oh, five man match. Prime. We just learned from Saudi Arabia why they old people should stop. Sean. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying have a full match. I'm just saying if you wanted to hide in a match. 
Okay, fine, but I'm saying you know Dagon won't hear But Hogan couldn't hide that match. You know Hogan Beck looked like you know what I'm saying disgustingness. He can wear. He don't, come on. He don't wear a t-shirt. Guy. Come on. He he not wrestling wore a t-shirt before. Who Hogan? Yeah, his last his last like you know year or two he wore the, a t-shirt. The way I feel like the way for you fighting for this is bothering me. I feel like you know he's doing this on purpose. Cause I, I don't give a fuck. Because I'm saying and he can fight. Steve will get his one deep ass arm I'm just saying, you can rather have a tag team match where you can do one move or you trying to see him wrestle a full match. I like, I don't want to see neither, but if I had to pick one, I'll pick the one where he just do one move and call it a day. Put the figure four on in the bedroom. Don't put, I don't need to see because oh, no. Rick Flair's off. Like, well, Nobody my, needs that in it. When I saw like I'm like, you know, Rick Flair, they got Jay Lethal respects the fuck out of you because. I'm like, I know they they were just doing a workout. I was just like, Rick, if yeah, if that's what your offense looks like. In, in a match with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who could probably still deliver a good chop, I'm just like, Rick, you you in a world of trouble. You in a world of trouble. And he's bored. He got fired. Though you don't want him, and also he just like his show is. Over too, right? Yeah, his show is pocket, so he's just like, I gotta do something. Okay, Charlotte about to get married to Andrade. I don't know if she invited him or not. So I'm Honest just the guy. I'm curious myself. Okay, so I I I don't know if that happened, but then so he's bored, and Jay Lethal knocks some ring rust off, which he may thought he did, but he didn't. Okay, and I'm just like Jay Lethal likes you, Ric Flair. Okay, he protects you. He's but, giving you, but I say he's he's trying to give you a little confidence boost. Okay, I mean, which a lot of people in the business should because it's Ric fucking Flair. But however, this is like like don't nobody want to play with Ric Flair 2022. Okay, at all. Yeah. This man need to stay retired. This man don't need to come back out. Him and also need to discontinue that damn song. You you're the only one who still cares about that song. I promise. I don't. Don't you care like enough to be upset? No, I can't. Props. I was I was being peaceful. I didn't remember that shit for a whole year. He said it to me, and, and and now I can hear this bullshit in my head. I'm just like, get rid of that damn drip song. I don't like Offset. I don't like Ric Flair. I don't like the combo. I don't like none of it. He still be wearing that chain. Do he? He wore it at the wedding. You know how long that wedding was? But he came out to the song. We discussed this every time this song comes up because it's funny. <laughs> That's funny to pride. It ain't funny to me. That's funny to me too. <laughs> you know that's his uh, ringtone. Oh said, my god! I should do that. I should make that his ringtone. My phone. no, that no, that's Rick Flair's ringtone for real. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh no! I hate it. They say he don't answer the phone until he gets to the Rick Flair drip part. So he just listen to it. <laughs> he just look at it while he's making. I'm so serious. He be making what? up stuff to fuck with you. It's hilarious to me. I've heard it, bro. I'm... Uh, what, uh, what's his name? The guy that raps. The, the guy that rap with Adam Cole to the ring. Oh, the, the, the one that with is he AEW now or he's on NXT? Uh, no, he's just. He, well, he works at Universal. He, he works at Disneyland or something. But, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, he does. But uh, <laughs> he told a story. That, yeah, that happened to him with Ric Flair. He was just sitting there, and he heard the song. He was like, dang, what's that? And then Ric Flair took out his phone and said hello and answered as soon as he got to the Ric Flair drip part. So. Then, then, yeah. then he answered. He was like, hello, 
Ooh, nah, he didn't say hi, yes. He just said he answered it after the Ric Flair drip part. I think he lost <laughs> it. He don't know how to turn it off no more. That's over. Oldest ride, yeah. It ain't, it, it's broken down. There's yeah, a, there a that line ain't long no more. A maintenance sign on it. I mean, I think Ric Flair was he, he he's fucking his little fat ones. Hey yo, that, that's what he used to say. Prime my line. Wait, so he used to say what? I said, talk about the fat girl in the audience. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he he used to say, we well, used to call it the fat boys, but yeah. Yeah, he said I do it even that fat one. Wow. Oh no, that one, now that specific one that you're talking about is from him and Jay Lethal. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I can look at all the women here making cry, even that fat one over there. And he was like, come on, man. Then he went over, he said, hey, hey, hey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just, uh-uh. Well, he better do that again. Throw, throw everything out. So that's a match I don't want to see a strike. I don't, I don't want to see him barely comb over the rest of the hair he got left. That's bad. I don't want to see the. This the, the, is all bad. Him, 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 him put them knee pads on his shins. I don't want to see him. You know what I'm saying? It, Why does it? I know this sounds. This sounds probably horrible, and maybe extreme, but I need y'all like when the old folks start. You know the geriatrics be like, I want to get out there in the ring. I want y'all to go take them to visit Terry Funk. All right, because that man is not doing well at all. Because. He should have stopped wrestling a long time ago. And his style of wrestling was different too. And nobody told him to stop. Y'all, go, go. They probably did. They probably told him the wrong way. Talk to somebody. Like seriously. Stay focused on C four. Wow. But no, seriously. Like I'm not even being funny. Like y'all don't understand. This is what you could really. I know he was extreme, but you could really fuck yourself up. And then what? I don't know. Maybe he think he don't got nothing left to lose. He I have no idea. He don't. Everything is going to. Everybody mad at him. He got no job. Nothing. Like he got this no more cost you. He true. just like, look, fuck. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go out my way, Ric Flair's way, styling and profiling. Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's how he wants to go out. But speaking of people who want to go out, your boy MJF. What? Come on, Swagway. Yeah. Serious about that uh 2024 deal. <laughs> All right. About co- oh, stop it, bro. MJF has shown that he is about the money. And every everybody that first signed with AEW still got that initial ass contract. But when you see people like CM Punk and Brian Danielson make their way into AEW and a lot of these other WWE talents and WWE, uh, AEW is making a lot more money than it did when it first came in and you know that they're going to have to renew their TV contract because now a lot of people may have been scared because the whole Warner media and the whole Warner, the Discovery was coming they said they, they are going to get rid of a lot of uh, scripted shows mm-hmm. well I think AEW is on the safe side because they don't look at AEW as a, a, a scripted show. It's not, no. You know what I'm it's I mean, more, technically it is, but you know it's not. Yeah, but they, they put more of that in their sports department. Uh, something. So, it's the, I, I see people online that was really worried about that. But uh, the boss that came in with uh, Tony Khan, I forgot his name. Do you, you ever know his name, Brian? That was like the, like, like the present CEO 
of Warner Media or Turner Sports. I forgot what it was. Who was really, oh, I don't know. Who was really supportive of wrestling and support of AEW? Well, he's he got laid off, mm. and you don't necessarily know what kind of deal is going to be on the table for AEW going when, when their contract expires, especially going on with this merger because they just really cut all the CW shows. Oh, well, CW is about Good. to be going. Like, Good. the network Good. itself is about to be going. No jokes, it's UPN all over again. Where they bought UPN, took all the black shows, threw them out, rebranded, made it like a teen drama type of network, mm. and then made a whole new, you know, roster of shows. And this is what's happening with the CW. They're planning on selling the network, which is why they chopped all the shows, and they're probably going to rebrand again. Mm. You know, side note, I just literally... I'm listening. Fine. I guess the Wi-Fi really does suck. We have temporary just lost prior for a minute, so we're just going to wait till we get the feedback. Of, because I know he's probably still talking to us. So, Y'all hear me? Yes, uh, t- in my back. <laughs> do y'all not hear me? <laughs> no, we did not hear you. We, we go, could, you, could, could, you, could you repeat that? Uh, no, I said I just now found out like yesterday that cuts was a spinoff of one on one. I'm highly disappointed. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh yeah. No, because I never watched cuts. Like, why would I watch cuts? Cuts had a they <laughs> had a backdoor pilot on one on one. That's what that's what I was saying. Cause I, I was watching that episode. I was like, this episode was focusing too much on Murphy Houston and uh this other lady. And I'm like, I just found out yesterday they had a spinoff. I'm like, out of all the things to make the spinoff, you make the barbershop a spinoff. All right, I would have made a spinoff of Dwayne, but we're not that's here nor there. Anyways, I feel you. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh so, we, we, we sort of what, what the merge going to be, but MJF knows that no matter, they're going to make their money. And then when it's time for them to renew their TV contracts, they're going to make some bank. And we do, we don't know which one is, is going to make a lot of bank here. MJF is a future champion, and I do believe that the plans for him to be seeing Puck for that championship after he beats uh, Hangman Page at Double or Nothing. I don't know if it's going to be this year or beginning of next year, but I do believe that that is part of the plan. But right now, I do believe that uh, after MGF, because MGF in real life is cool with Cody. Yeah, I, I was yeah. just like, bro, and you see now, no one is safe. Everyone is expendable. Yeah. In AEW. Well, the, the, the thing about that was, it wasn't about Cody really getting fired, it's that Tony Khan didn't want to, he didn't feel like he wanted to pay the amount of money he was asking for. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. everyone, so that means that everyone is expendable. There's nobody there that y'all are going to be like, we absolutely positively have to keep you no matter how much money you ask for. Maybe, but it wasn't Cody. I, I, I mean, I think they did. I, I think mean, all, I think all of Cody's budget was going to the pyro, so they didn't have <laughs> That's a possibility. I, I oh, would yeah. say like when it comes to like Kenny Omega, you gonna want to keep Kenny Omega. Well, yeah. And people and people like an MJF because see, Cody is a WWE guy who went to AEW. MJF is an AEW guy who tried to go to WWE. So he knows that they're gonna be WWE 
whether they book him right or not, would love to have an MJF over on their roster. For sure. Does his character necessarily work with the WWE audience? It does not. Like, I mean... But it's it's kind of like Deadpool. Can Deadpool be PG-13? You know, and they, and they actually tried to put that in the movie at one point, and it didn't really didn't work out that well. Because so, think, about, think about even the little stupid stuff, like the whole Mother's Day thing. Where he had uh, the sign, it was just like, I, I effing hate him. He forgot to tell me Happy Mother's Day. They're not letting you do that shit in WWE. Exactly. It's not happening. No, not happening. Did you hear the quote that MJF said? What? What did he say? He said that um, I since I built my brand in AEW, that WWE's not going to change anything about it if I go over there. That's when he said that. I was like, "Oh, he must be just joking, man, just to get more money or something." Because there is no way you gonna tell me that you about to have your same exact character and they ain't gonna change nothing. You're, you're right, but however, he did do, do an interview with was it David Owani, where that the one Toy Con did not approve of, where he was talking about oh, the yeah. stuff like that, he and he, pissed. yeah, he was p- pissed about that. Where uh, even Cody said in the interview that he knows AW guys have contacted him and just talked, asked him for advice. Mm-hmm. I put my quotation for advice, and WWE knowing business wise, they have to do that with Cody because how else do you check other people to come over without doing that with Cody? And it's like okay, if y'all do do it for Cody, that's right. that's that's they. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you right now. They faking them people out. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Oh, I know they go. I mean, like there's there's always someone like a Brian Cage coming over there, and he's still being you know, a machine. Well, he's not. Well, I mean, I mean, he's running for the twenty four seven title. He's nah, he, well. He's big enough for Vince. Vince. Vince will probably push, push him. But I'm talking about like, say if like, what's the big name of AEW? That's not like, like say if Hangman right like, was to come over there. Yeah, they're not gonna do all this with that's Hangman. A good, that's a good example. Not, not even close. Mm-hmm. Like Hangman is mid card at at most if he goes over over there. Yeah, that's uh, and that's how I feel about MJF. I don't know if they're gonna put him in the main event scene, but having Cody. Do all the stuff that he has done, and when he, he the way he he went went over there and stuff like that. I feel as though that MJF may feel like he may have a shot, but I really think MJF is more so about the money opposed to the championship. It's, it's I think it's more so like it, of course him being part of part of the you know, they keep calling the uh, four pillars over at AEW, and him, him, him being, being like you know the biggest pillar over there. I do believe that he. Would care more about the money, especially with all the like I said, the W talents that's been that AW has signed. We know CM Punk is making bank over there. Uh-huh. We know Brian Davis. They had bank. to pull out some big guns to get him to come back. Yeah, to come to come back to us. So I, I know he's getting paid. So I, I, you know, really that you say that, I don't think Brian Danielson is getting paid crazy amounts. I don't think he's getting paid a good amount, and I don't think it's like crazy, crazy. I think he's. He really is doing this for the love of Russia. Yeah. Yeah, like him and I feel like people like him and Moxley, they getting paid a good amount, of course, but I don't think they like going crazy with it. They asking for outrageous stuff. Well, I feel like Punk is obviously like, if I gotta come back, then I gotta get the, the bank. So Yeah. And then I think that's what he wants to do. So it's gonna be interesting to see what comes up in twenty twenty four. And I won't be surprised if he does leave, but I know if, if it's Tony Khan, I would. It's like he's going to want a whole new deal. How much value do you see in MGF? 
Now, MJF... Oh, you gotta get him that deal. Come on. I don't care what it is. You gotta get to him. I'm about to say, I feel like how Patrick Beverly was talking about James Harden this morning. Even though he was wrong. But I was saying, but... This man was talking about everybody. I don't even care. I don't care what he said now. Yeah, he told me. Did you hear what he said about everybody or just you heard about James Harden? I just heard about the James Harden thing. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, we'll keep keep going. We'll we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, so, but when it comes to that, I think... You gotta look at you gotta look at MJF and see like what is the value. I think I should pay this man. This man has the highest rated segments on AEW, and when they promoted the 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 the, 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 the quotation dream match, Darby Allen's dream match of Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen in an Anything Goes match on Dynamite, that wasn't the highest rated segment. The highest rated segment was the MJF and Warlow contract signing. So the man knows when, when his segments come on, he go back to the numbers. He knows how to put put, put the numbers on there. And it's it's only twenty twenty. It's only we're only almost halfway through twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty four. The the growth that he will have by then, and the growth AEW will have by then. The, the, the I, I think. Uh, I think by like maybe January or February, he'll probably renew his contract. They'll probably give him a new one. It will, I mean, it, it, it will be a fool not, not, not to sign him, you know, back. And he, like I said, and we don't know what to say. He's going to be obviously going to have money. But we don't know what to say. We don't know why the AWS is going to leave because that's that is going to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Other yeah. But I think, like, I, I think other AWS can leave. But I think, like, like for example, I think MJF and, like, the pillars, quote, unquote, are the ones that they're going to want to keep. Because they're still young. So, that's just my my thing. No, 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 no. I mean, I, 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 I do agree with you. And it was something I, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, bring up and see, you know, where everybody's head was at with it. Because I was like, it's it, look, y'all can look up and next thing you know, you're like, why is MJF and WWE? I'm just like, he told y'all he was going. I feel like it's going to be more than just him. And, so, and some people are not going to land in WWE, but... You are going to see a lot more people disappearing from AEW. I just don't. They just don't address it like WWE does. They just I think you'll see people from their roster. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see more of the original people leaving rather than like the, the newer signings. Well, yeah, yeah. So like you know those, those original people that kind of helped build it that wasn't the big names. I think you'll see them start to leave. Mm-hmm. So let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, to, uh, before we get out of here, we, we got to really talk about this. There's this been a story that's been going around that I, I you know, I, I wasn't too aware of, and that's in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we know that Prime is more versed in New Japan Pro Wrestling than I am, but I do like New Japan Pro Wrestling. So they, they got a lot of great, great, great things over there. The G1, and of course, and then they got the new for Forbidden Door coming up, which are already sold out. Mm-hmm. So, so. I, I'm really hoping that you know they they start you know testing themselves again like bigger arenas. You talking about New Japan? No, I'm talking about AEW. Oh, AEW, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like because uh, like you know did they keep going to that? Was it the, the United Center in in Chicago? No, the other one. The I forgot what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, I was like the but, Wind Trust. Wind Trust. Yeah, I'm like, but 
you don't think by now, I understand at the, at the beginning, but you don't think by now they can sell out the United Center? I mean, I think they can, but they probably just—they probably don't want to do those stadium, them uh, arena shows every week. They probably just want to keep it to to no, where they can. No, like, no, I'm talking about pay per views. Oh, pay per views, yes. I think they would just stand in that one arena because for um, all out because they were just like you know they're they're loyal to you know. I'm like, yeah. because because Tony Khan did say I don't know what, what podcast was on that he was thinking about doing a show in Toronto. I'm just like bring it. Why not do a uh, a pay per view at the Sky Dome? Because I think AEW with when it comes to their pay per views, especially Double Nothing or All Out, they can sell out. And the Forbidden Door, honestly, if they had did it in like a you know an arena, I'm pretty easily you saw quick quick that that sold out. That's only what thirteen thousand, fourteen thousand seats. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that for the Forbidden Door, you can sell out twenty thousand easily. Oh uh, yeah. I'm sure. Like I'm sure we're gonna they're gonna start getting bigger and bigger, but it's just like it's still it's still like they're still like in the weird area of like not downing themselves, but still like you know we don't know where to have our pay per views at. Because if they have they always have them in Chicago or uh Vegas. Vegas. Yes. And it's like, okay, y'all need to start trying out new avenues. And they haven't really went to the West Coast at all yet, so like they sold out a forum show without we don't even know who's on the card or nothing. They just said they come to the forum and they sold it out in like five minutes. Yeah, so and that's I, not I a pay per view or nothing. I didn't even yeah. start testing their wars a little bit, but I was saying all that because Kota Ibushi uh, is the name that came up, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Kota Ibushi. I, I I was first introduced to Kota Ibushi in the CWC. Oh uh, dang, that's late. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. And the thing is, because like I said I, I wasn't really because like. I, I was introduced to Shinsuke Nakamura when, when you told me about him about the, the, the match. Yeah, you talked about the match between him and AJ in New Japan, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Oh, so you didn't that- see like, so you didn't see like him and okay, gotcha, all right." Yeah, so the, yeah. so when you showed me that, I I started ch- checking out Shinsuke Nakamura stuff, and then because I was like, "That's the guy's coming to NXT," so I wanted to update myself. So I, yeah, that, that's how I know. So I was I got into Kodobushi when he got to the CWC, and he was excellent. Mm-hmm. And to match him and Cedric Alexander had, I was like, my God, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know? And I thought, I thought he was actually going to win the whole damn thing, but... Well, he, he was supposed to. Huh? He was supposed to. Yeah, but, but he didn't sign, so... Yeah, you know, you can't win the tournament and win the championship if you're not signed. So. Exactly. So, but uh, he, he still, he, he's, a, he's a great athlete, so, but recently he, he got injured, or not recently, but he's been injured for like 10 months now. Uh, doing a Phoenix splash and landing kind of awkwardly on his shoulder. He and, got injured at Jane, uh, the Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. And there has been things to say that New Japan was, was rushing him back from injury, where he, he didn't, you know, he he didn't need to come back yet. It made the thing worse. So all of a sudden, I, I'm reading on the internet like, oh, Kota Bushi just went off on New Japan. I was just like, what's been going on? So there's an article here from Inside. Uh, Inside the ropes that I'm reading about Kota Bushi calls out sexual harassing New Japan pro wrestling bosses believes he will be fired. Like whether he's trying to get fired or not, I'm not necessarily sure. But the article reading what what I'm getting info from is saying Kota Bushi has strongly come out against New Japan pro wrestling management, making a series of claims regarding power harassment, promising 
to expose the abnormalities. Now, I do know for the in the Japanese culture, when it comes to infidelity, they t- they take that thing very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like you can lose your job for cheating on your wife. Mm-hmm. So you know d- their culture is that's an absolute no no. You know, say America, it just be like you know, say fuck it, flaunt it. I cheat on four or five women. You know, say. Ain't, it's wrong what I'm saying but they, they take that very seriously over there so when people are saying like okay that happens all the time but in Japan it's different so the situation regarding Kota Ibushi's unhappiness with New Japan management continues to intensify and shows no sign of slowing down on May 10th the star unleashed a series of messages on social media including screenshots of conversations between himself uh, between himself Katsuchi who was part of the New Japan's talent relations department? I don't know who. Uh, I, I know I was saying it wrong. It's K I K U C H I. No, he's just a manager guy. So he's just a uh, backstage guy. So. Or he's like the. Or so, so, somebody I heard somebody say the John Laurinaitis of New Japan. Basically. Yeah. So there's been some issues with that. There has been some things of him talking about. Like I said the, the, the infidelity going on. In the management, and also uh, talk about their ties with the Kazuya Mafia. Yeah, which <laughs> Japanese Mafia? Yeah, the Japanese Mafia, which is a, a mafia you don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At all. And I mean, it, it wouldn't be probably like the first one that we hear about this kind of stuff. But is it is it that bad? Prime time over there with uh with Kabushi in, in New Japan, and in your personal opinion, since you watch. What do you paint than I do? What do you think his, his future is going to be? Well, the uh, the the whoever the boss is or whatever he said, uh, we're gonna give you to our next pay per view, which I don't know when it is, and mm-hmm. I forgot. But we're gonna give you to our next pay per view to show up and wrestle. If not, you're fired. Like he's literally like, you either show up to wrestle or you're fired. And it's like, technically, he's not even clear yet. They just they want him to be kind of clear quicker than he think he is, and it's like. You know, I don't, I don't, he's kind of like, they're kind of like, oh, your, your leg feels all right. He's like, but it don't. And they're like, yes, it does. Get over it. Is it kind of like the, like the Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs thing? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kinda, he's like, I don't, this don't feel right. And they're like, yes, it does. And uh, he's like, uh, not really. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing. That's kind of what made him, like, upset in the first place. That he, they're trying to rush him back. Mm-hmm. But, um, honestly... I I can't imagine somebody telling Kota Ibushi to leave just because, you know, he's uh he's like yeah my my back still hurts. That's hard for me to that's hard for me man. He really just gonna let uh, Kota Ibushi walk over something this simple. But hey, whatever man. If he walks, he walks. I doubt he's going to WWE because he don't even know who Vince is. So uh, I think he's gonna go to his best friend. So that's all. I, that's all I'm gonna say. He's going to his best friend. His best friend, or being Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I figured she might say that over in over in AEW. He got friends over there. So yeah, but his best friend. I'm not just talking about any old friend. I'm talking about his best friend. Like you, like you thought you thought uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Nakazawa was close. Mm. They was only close because uh, Kota Bushi wasn't there. <laughs> oh. oh wow. Yes, uh, but I mean, Kota Ibushi, he's close with the, he's close with Kenny. You know, he knows the Bucks. They're kind of friends. Uh, Michael Nakazawa is still there, so he can help translate. 
And then with them kind of um, having New Japan talent and stuff over too, mm-hmm. that can help him if he goes over there. But I, I think he stays in New Japan. Personally, I think he stays. But I, like, I think they, I think they pull events on him. Actually, not yeah, only does he stay, but they wave. give him the. T- not only does he stay, they give him the title when he comes back. <laughs> mm. Yes, that's what I think. Shaq's too paid for it. I'm just going to have it. You said what? I'm sorry. I, I said, I, I, I don't know if that is going to happen like that, but I, I don't know. But it's, it's interesting to see. So it's keeping my eyes on New Japan and see what's going to happen with Dakota Because I said, that, that, that man is an athlete. He's one of the best that I've seen they have over there. Like, but and I'm like, that's some somebody that I would think. Like I said, I, I could be wrong, that I would think that they do not want to lose. Yeah. yeah, but then again, they have lost a lot of people. They messed up a lot of relationships too. But Kota is like the the one that like started in New Japan. Like, you know, other people they come to New Japan, they just loyal to New Japan. But yeah. Kota started there, so it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but there's something, something that I want to quickly talk about. But I think that's going to be the end of our show this week. We have had some short. Uh, what did I say? Real part? quick. No, I'm just saying, real quick. What about the forbidden door? He walks in and he's not signed. He's not signed in New Japan. He walks down and signs the AW contract. And all the people in New Japan are like, Coda, what are you doing? Yo, that will be. You, you talk about newsworthy? Oh, that, that will be newsworthy. Uh, newsworthy. Oh, yeah, that would be hilarious, actually. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so, but I, I think, uh, yeah, we're about to end the podcast here. You know, uh, I know the past couple of weeks we've been only about doing about an hour or, or 90 minutes, stuff like that. But, yeah, I hope you can join on us on, on one of them, you know, because it's great to have them. But uh, we're about to be out of here. Make sure you guys check out spacesfully.com and check out the, the content that's on there from the Lulu and Pop Plus One to the Doing Business with Mark Randall. Check out the Nerd Coaches content on there as well. The No Gimme Seated Wrestling Podcast. Turn to see my culture and beyond. Drunk Thoughts, Silver Tongues, and uh, the Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast. Make sure you guys check out us on all the podcast apps from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Check us out on YouTube Premium when we put the snippets up. And make sure you guys go check out every single Friday, Primetime, and Lee Boy TV right there for the Prime Session Podcast. Check out QFlow wherever you guys can get uh, you guys' music. Next week we'll be back um, because Hell in the Cell's coming up after our summer back. Actually, I don't know why you do that, but sure. Because, oh, I forgot to mention, it's going to be a Hell in the Cell match between Cody and uh, Seth Rollins. And it looks like they're still building up to a, a Bullet Club versus a Judgment Day inside of Hell in the Cell. So, I'm curious how, 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 how that's going to be. And I plan on coming back and reviewing that one since we didn't get just to review WrestleMania Backlash. But that's it for us, guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. I know it's our late podcast, but, you know, it worked out for us. We had things to talk about. So, once again, this is NCM Place. We chill, Trevor, saying the, uh, the great sketch lady sketch who uh, uh, is walked off at the moment. So, you know, it's been real. It's okay. We'll process it for And then, of course, not Deion Sanchez Primetime. All right, Joe. All right. And you flow. Wherever you're at, bruh, take us out.
We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter. 